Hey, I'm Monica Quinn. And I'm Adam Freed. And you're listening to Points of View Podcast. And for our first episode, we wanted to give you a chance to get to know us. We wanted to tell you our story and we wanted you to hear about the exciting things that we have coming up for this podcast. So Adam, I want to start off with you. Can you tell us about yourself, about your experience and about how your journey has led you up to where we are now? Oh, absolutely. So I was raised in the Midwest in Dayton, Ohio, and got very involved in theater at an early age. Um, I was doing a show in elementary school that literally made the entire audience laugh. And I think ever since that moment, I always knew I had this inherent connection to being on stage. And I was very fortunate to be involved in this organization called The Muse Machine in high school, which has an intercity production that was performed with about 10 different high schools all working and rehearsing with this Broadway director named Matt Horn. And through that organization, I was lucky enough to see so many of my peers go on to be working professionals and be on Broadway. And it kind of really made me realize when I had this love of what I wanted to do that I could monetize and be successful at this job as well. And so I pursued Going to school in musical theater, I got accepted to Ball State, which is an incredible program. And after I graduated, I started working in summer stock theaters. Um, and I booked a national tour and toured the country, um, doing a children's musical before that led me to New York. And then I booked my equity card, doing another tour once I got there and started performing in regional productions, workshops. I actually produced my own one-man musical that I did over five years um, at three pretty well-known off-Broadway venues. And then I had this moment where I just knew I wanted to focus my career towards film and television. So I started looking into film training programs and I ended up getting accepted into an incredible one at UCLA. And I considered the move for quite some time because of weather and moved here about five years ago. And that's actually where I met you. And that led me to so much of what the work that we're doing now, which is a lot of film and television work, it's been quite successful. But um, before we talk about the great work we've done, why don't you tell our audience about yourself? So I was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and uh, shortly thereafter moved to California. I grew up in San Diego, and um, I went to a performing arts school from fourth grade to 12th grade. My first professional shows were at 14 years old. Um, I did The Music Man and Little Shop of Horrors. You know, so growing up in this environment, seeing people, you know, work and make a living off of being artists, I was also encouraged to go that route. I knew that's what I wanted. And so got into UCLA, the Ray Bolger Musical Theater Program at the School of Theater, Film and Television. And upon graduation in 2004, was working consistently, very, you know, working in regional theaters um, all over Southern California. I got my equity card at 22 at the San Diego Repertory Theater doing crowns. I booked a cruise ship, Royal Caribbean, moved to New York. It took the plunge, was auditioning for Broadway, booked another cruise ship that took me out of there and brought me back to Los Angeles when there was a recession. Um, but I had to come home to help my mom then got started really getting involved in um, theater in, in Los Angeles and doing film and television as well. Yeah, I, I remember, I believe it was 2016 that we did that program at UCLA. It was, um, yes, we started yeah. 2016. Yeah, at that time, you know, I had already, I was in the Actors Gang Theater Company. 
I was um, doing uh, an, a tour with them, a national tour with them of the exonerated. And um, while we were in the training for UCLA for the professional on-camera program, I was missing class here and there because I was um, touring internationally with Midsummer Night's Dream um, under the direction of Tim Robbins. But doing that program with you really started us on a journey of creating our own content, creating our own company, um, really taking ownership of our careers. And I think up to that point, I had always auditioned for other people. Other people were always making the choices for my career. So I have you to thank um, because you started working on a pilot that I got involved in and that really started our journey into creating our own content and creating our own company. So can you talk a little bit about the pilot that you wrote? The UCLA program we were in was really incredible. We had master classes with Jennifer Aniston, got to be directed by Jason Bateman and all all sorts of incredible working professionals. And the recurring message they told us was to not wait for things to happen and to create your own content for yourself. And I never could thought of myself as being a writer, but then I realized I had written a musical in college. I also wrote my one man show. And I had thought of this idea for us from all of our international group of actors and just decided to kind of pitch this idea to the class. And we all loved it and decided to start creating it. And so I, I wrote the first draft and we decided this was really something we loved and wanted to work on. And we started learning about collaboration and having a whole writer's team, which you joined me on. And that's what I think the inception point where you were really the one that said, I think we should start our own company to make this happen because we knew we needed money to actually produce it. And there's so many people that advised that it's really good. If you actually have something to show for your work, you know, don't just have a script, like go shoot it. And it wasn't enough for us just to shoot something on an indie budget with no money. We wanted to actually make it the best it could be. And that's really what made you and I decide to work on this in a professional capacity and start a company together and fundraise and find the funds to make that a reality. And so that project, I mean, I know I learned a million lessons in the journey of going from being an actor to a writer to then working as a producer and going on the other side of the table and learning every step of that production of how to get this to be the best it can be. Being put in the position of being a content creator informs so much about your acting and about what it takes to actually create content and about other people and the things that's happening behind the scenes to be able to make that happen and to give you a role as an actor. And so I think it makes being an actor even more precious. 100%. Like I, I appreciated being an actor more by learning how to produce. And I also knew that I wasn't ever going to be in a place where I needed to depend on anybody else for work because I could always create that work. I could always create the vision that I saw or the things that I felt needed to be in the world because I had those tools. And I just wanted to go back a little bit to when we started the company, how I had come up with the idea to make it a nonprofit organization. Because number one, I knew that we were artists, that we were in school, money was limited. You know, we, we were a group of people, thank God, you know, who could get behind a, a crowdfunding campaign and make it super successful, make it achieve over our goal. But once we had all that funding, I thought it was really important to be able to take advantages of being a nonprofit organization. So for example, getting a permit for the county cost thousands of dollars because we became a nonprofit. It cost us $125. 
So saving thousands of dollars just from like one example like that or discounts that you can get from camera equipment or, you know, your insurance, et cetera, et cetera, getting food donated. Mm -hmm. It made a huge difference. It saved. So, I mean, I, I don't know if hindsight's 2020 with this, but we definitely could not have made the pilot that we did had we not become a nonprofit. And there's been so many wonderful lessons that we have learned along the way of how that could be benefited. But the thing that I think we really loved about the initial mission of our company was how we wanted to uplift underrepresented artists and we wanted to give back to the community in, in different ways, which I think that's really where the film festival kind of came out of that. I was inspired by the 48 hour film festival and wanted to bring other artists together to create content. And so that inspiration turned into a one day workshop, you know, cause I'm also a huge advocate of art education. I'm a teaching artist. We had a one day workshop where we put together 25 artists and we created four short films and presented them at a theatrical release in Los Angeles. And I think that's what it was. I think we had so much fun creating that we wanted to create more opportunities to create. And that's where the film festival was brought out of. And I also knew that we were actors first and foremost. That's what we had our professions in. I knew I didn't know a lot about filmmaking at the time. This was in 2016. Yeah, I didn't know a lot and I wanted to learn more. And so I thought, hey, what's a better education than being a film festival curator and having to see and watch hundreds and hundreds of films at a time. And now I feel like my knowledge is so vast, you know, when it comes to filmmaking, like we've learned what works, what doesn't work. We've seen, we know a gimmick coming up. We can guess the plot. We know how things were shot. We can know how to take a concept and make things on a budget. I think that's why this works essential to create your own content so that as an actor, you know these things. Because if you're just an actor, you're waiting on other people to make choices for you. Actors are more than that. They are, and I feel like you said it so perfectly. I think when you're an actor, you do the waiting because your career isn't in your hands. In so many ways, it does take putting another hat on that adds when you start writing and producing your own content and being in control of it happening all of a sudden you don't feel like you notice the waiting times in between gigs so much. And you realize that you're learning lessons that builds collaborations and, and there's people that might lead to other collaborations together and other projects come along just from your own inherent network of people you're bringing into the fold. And I think we, we've been the proof of that by having so many people, wonderful artists that we've gotten to know from the projects we've started to bring to the, to the table that have led to working relationships we've cultivated for the four years that we've been in business. Well, and I think, you know, that leads us back to the mission of Moving Parts Film Festival. You know, when I realized that I had the tools to create the stories I wanted to tell, that's when I became very aware that there aren't a lot of stories that are telling the stories I want to tell and how important that is to have inclusion and diversity and representation. And the fact that I'm a Black woman, I can write my own story. I can write my own narrative. I can write the stories I want to see for my community. I can write truth in which captivates a community of people. 
I think we can't just complain about not having systematic change. I think we have to actually take the steps to make a difference. And I think that this is part of it. I think our mission is part of that, both with Moving Parts Film Festival and Chrysalis. There are benefits with us creating a festival. You know, we've had a lot of networking opportunities. We've met a lot of people. It comes full circle. The revenue that we do make from Moving Parts Film Festival goes right back into our production company where we're able to then create the content. It's cyclical. The thing that is so important is realizing that the lessons that you learn from getting to tell stories and getting to uplift and support stories being told are just so fundamental to building your palette as an artist. And I think there's so many lessons I've learned from watching films and stories that I had no idea about and we've gotten submissions from you know what it's like to be a woman in iran or all over the world with our international submissions it really has opened your eye because of that change of perspective and i think that is why we decided to build this podcast to talk about how the different perspectives of people's life experience can not only open your mind but open your eyes to the problems that are happening in this world and the, and how you're going to address it with your art and I think that's what we're really excited to bring points of view to our audience because we want people to hear from so many different perspectives and so many different journeys so they can understand that there is no one path to success and there's no one blueprint that's literally going to lead you to where you want to go. But there's a lot of little breadcrumbs you can get from everyone's journey that you can pull and use for yourself. I think that's beautifully said, Adam. I think that's exactly why we created this podcast, because we want our listeners, which are filmmakers, actors, writers, producers, directors, we want them to know that they have the power and the tools to create the stories that they want to tell that are important. There's always going to be someone who resonates with your work. And there's going to be people who don't like your work, but there are going to be people whose work you inspires them to tell their truth as well or to understand someone else's story you know i can't tell you the changes that we've seen in our society with shows that have come out in the past few years where all of a sudden you understand someone that's transgender mm -hmm. now you understand that story because someone has told you in an artistic way mm. that you can have empathy and understanding to at least open your mind to having acceptance and love for. And I think that what we do is precious and I think it's rare and I think it's exciting. So we have a lot of different people coming on, telling their perspectives, their points of view and their careers and they're varied. You know, we don't have one type of cookie cutter artist coming on to tell you, go create your content. It's, you know, we're having agents and executive directors of nonprofit organizations and film directors, uh, business owners, producers, casting directors coming on to tell you their perspective of this industry that we are all in and trying to make our way through. We're really excited about the lineup of guests we have for this season. And this really is in association with our film festival, which is now in its fourth year. It's really quite exciting what's happening in this new digital age, especially with COVID at the moment. Uh, but we have adapted year after year with this festival and this year is no exception. Year four for us, we partnered with a company called Filmocracy, which is 
built a virtual film festival interface experience that everyone can have the networking and the interaction and the feedback and the filmmaking experience together online that we're able to present our audience with. And uh, I'm very excited for our, our festival, which is coming up at the end of September. We've made some fantastic selections. We hope that you will also want to join us uh, on September 26th and 27th. So tickets are now available on our website. You can check them out at www.movingpartsfilmfestival.org. We're selling one and two day passes so that you can have full access to all of the films that we've curated, the workshops, the panels, and the Q&As. Tune in next week to our first guest on The Points of View, Emiende Nagmarabora Sela, an award-winning filmmaker with a fantastic perspective as an immigrant that was born in Nigeria but raised by a Jewish family in the Bronx. She has an incredible perspective about the utter humanity of us all and has made incredible films with her production company, Sela Films, which seeks to tell the story of the human condition. We hope you tune in next week and hear her unique and inspiring point of view. New episodes every Friday. Make sure you subscribe and tune in next week to Points of View.